Welcome to the Expert Speak Podcast with Michael DeLon. Each episode features a leading expert who shares helpful insights, practical tips, and memorable stories that will inspire you, educate you, and help you enjoy more success, freedom, and purpose in your life. For the next few minutes, enjoy listening to Expert Speak with Michael DeLon. And welcome to another episode of Expert Speak. I'm Michael DeLon. Today, I'm talking with a, a near and dear friend of mine, Les Watson. Les, thank you, brother, for being here. Wonderful to be here. Thanks, Michael. Well, you are welcome. As you can tell, uh, Les um, is not from the U.S. He is from Australia, which I love about him because now I have a vacation spot. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, he and I have connected over the last few months, and we just... Uh, we're on a Zoom call or something, got into a breakout room. We figured out who each other were and what we did. And we said, hey, this is kind of like a match made in heaven because we are like two peas in a pod. And so it's going to be a really, really fun time. Um, Les is, is the uh, author of a book called Get Back an Hour in Every Day. He's a, he's, I, I, I position you as, a, as like this time management guru. And I'm looking forward to talking with you because I struggle with life management, time management, whatever you call it just trying to make sure I'm prioritizing things properly, that I'm procrastinating when I need to, because there is a time to do that. Um, but then I'm actually getting things done and, and not ending my day going, right? Because there's just so much. So um, hang on to the end of the show. Les is going to uh, give you an opportunity to get a free copy of his book, by the way. So that's good. But Les, let me be quiet. Let me let you talk about, tell us a snapshot about who you are, your background, and how did you get into this uh, business of helping business owners, entrepreneurs get back an hour every day? Great, Michael. Uh, 30 years of training, uh, working with individuals, small groups, large groups, and uh, it came through personal development, a personal development organization uh, where I, I learned a lot about what makes me tick. Mm, so boy. I was then able to take that into businesses and ask the question, what about this? And what about that? And really assist people to ask those questions of themselves. And it, it became very evident that I was fairly good at what I did around time and around productivity and getting stuff done. So I um, had my company and put it down and laid it aside and did some other things. And I ended up in another part of Australia where I am now. And uh, a good friend of mine said, you need to relaunch your company. Oh, no, 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 I'm not doing that. No, people need what you have to say. And I went, okay, yeah, I'll take that feedback and, uh, and run with it. And uh, Get More Time was launched. Um, I wasn't intending on writing a book at that point. So um, the first step, you'll, you'll like this, Michael. The first step was let's do business cards. So anyone can be a manager and anyone can be a general manager and anyone can be a CEO and anyone be, be the executive officer of this, that, and the other. So having a, a Christian faith, um, uh, I, I was about to go to sleep and my wife and I were discussing these business cards and, and I said to the Lord, I said, it's got to have something to do, this title has got something to do with time, Lord. And we laughed ourselves silly because the title Time Lord became a thing. So I'm, re I'm referred to very affectionately as the Time Lord. Love and it. uh, it's, it's, a, 
it's a bit of fun. It is a bit of fun because there's the Doctor Who reference and and uh, he's a Time Lord and it just was a, a lot of fun. So I'm able to um, work with individuals and small business and really give them keys and strategies on how to be more productive, get back an hour and every day and uh, take some of that anxiety off, off your shoulders so you can get stuff done. Yeah. And, and you just hit it there, the anxiety, the, the pressure on our shoulders. I call it the pressure to produce. Mm. And when, when you're running a small business, that's constant, right? Until you learn some systems of, of better time management, some delegation, hiring. I mean, there's lots to this puzzle. But as we're coming, I mean, we're recording this now in mid-November. And we're coming to the end of the year. Every group I'm in is talking about, what are you doing next year? What's your number one goal for next year? What are you doing? Right? It's all about priority and being able to stay focused on those big rocks. Talk to us about how does how do business owners start to get back an hour every day? What are some of the strategies you teach people? Because we we entrepreneurs, you know, we're at it morning, noon, and night. I, I want to I want to just go back one thing that you said. We're looking to next year. I heard a a really good sermon the other day, and it was titled Three Quarter Time." And I went, this is awesome because there's still stuff left in you to get done this year. So don't coast into 2022 going, oh, no, I'll, I'll do that next year. I'll just, I'll just yeah. put that off. The, the whole preach was around the coach coming down and, and talking to the players. It's like, well, surely they know the vision and surely they know the strategy. Well, yes, but commitment wanes over time. Are we committed to seeing this year out with excellence i was like yeah but i'm tired you've still got stuff inside you you can still do this there's yeah. more to get done so i really like that it was an opportunity for me to recalibrate and go mm, you know i could i could lift my game i still could get stuff done by the uh, as you say we're in the middle of november by the end of this year i've still got another six weeks until christmas so to speak so there you go that was the three-quarter time for for small business you mentioned a couple of things. One was systems. I talked to people about having a trusted system. Some, something as a planner, something that you're able to take stuff out of your head, put it down on paper or in an app, doesn't matter what it is, so that once it's out of your head and down it somewhere, it will get done. So what is your first, first key? What is your trusted system? What are you using? And I've had one lady, an executive I was working with, she said, are you giving me permission to go back to paper? And I went, she went, sorry, I went, yeah. She goes, oh, great. These apps just do not work for me. So she went out and got a, a six ring binder and her productivity skyrocketed because she was using a system that worked for her. Absolutely. So that's number one. What system can you use that you trust that things will get done once you write them down? Delegation is another one that you mentioned. How, how do you delegate? Can you delegate? Are you a person that holds on to everything and doesn't delegate and therefore the pressure is all on your shoulders? Because that's not healthy. It's just, oh, no, no one can do it as good as me. Uh-uh. Oh, yeah, but they are. Uh -uh. mm -hmm. So sometimes you need to hand, hand in Australia, in Australian rules football, you handball. So you're going to handball the ball to somebody else. So pass it off to somebody. And in passing it off to somebody in the delegation, a couple of things. One is 
have clear expectations, time frames, and reporting. It's like, are you reporting back hourly, weekly, mm-hmm. monthly? Is it um, what's the outcome that you're after? What's the specific outcome that you're expecting from this? And the last one on it is get agreement. Get agreement from them that they are going to check in with you at a particular time or particular times and get agreement that they are taking this task on and that they're being delegated. Yeah. So that's that, two- I'm going to pop in there because I, I talked to somebody else to, earlier today and he was talking about similar things of them taking ownership of it and then you let really letting go once you've clarified everything and let them do the job and they may fail. They may make a mistake. His comments was, as long as you're making decisions, you're okay. But if you just sit there and don't do anything, I'm going to let you go because I need you to make decisions, but you empower them through the clear expectations, the time frame, the reporting, give them the, the road to run on, but then let them run. Nice. I love it. And the, the other one that you mentioned was prioritization. Um, my prioritization is very simple. It's A's and B's. A's are what needs to get done today. And B's don't have to get done today, but if you get them done. But uh, let, me, let me just clarify what an A is. An A is something that if it does not get done, the brown smelly stuff hits the round twirly thing. Yes, absolutely. And we all know what that is. It's the, it's the, the um, manure hitting the, the fan. Yes. But, or words to that effect. So with, with prioritization A's and B's, get the A's done in the day. What Again, a definition would be if you don't get it done, you'll lose money. Mm-hmm. If you don't get it done, you'll lose reputation. If it doesn't get done, you'll lose a contract. So they're sorts of things. I'm, I'm sure, Michael, you're a bit like me that every now and then in the past, you'll have put your head on the pillow to go to bed one night and go, wait a minute, I haven't paid that bill. And you, and you kind of up out of bed because if you don't pay the bill right then and there, it costs you an extra $150 and no one's got time for that. Right. So based on that, that's A's and get your A's done early. The earlier, the better. You know you need to do them and you need to do them on that day so if you can get them out of the road then you have freed up that energy to get on and do other things so prioritization a's and b's b's are anything that's not an a if it gets done great if it doesn't get done that's okay too because it enables you to go yeah well some of those b's turn into a's tomorrow yeah and that's okay deal with tomorrow tomorrow yeah but handle today today so those three things systems delegation and prioritization i love it and, and on the prioritization I'm, i thought you were going to say the abc one two three approach i like a's and b's because it's simpler and uh, the, the what came to me is number one less is more i used to do the abc one two three and i ended up with five or six or seven a's i've learned you know if i can get one or two a's done that's victory yep, i might yep. have 20 b's but those were another day mm. And, but getting my, uh, I read a great book called The One Thing. Yes. Right. Very similar. What's your one thing for today? What's your one thing right now that's going yep. to lead you, right? Um, getting your A's done early in that book, he says, be a, um, a, a maker in the morning and a manager in the afternoon. Oh, Same as get your stuff done, get your A's done, take care of everything else later. 
And then a, a dear friend of mine, coach, gave me this, this phrase that I'm trying to implement. It's plan tomorrow today. So at the end of the day, we do a, a daily report. And then I can plan. I can look at tomorrow and go, okay, what, do I, what am I doing tomorrow? What do I need to plan for? Plan each day the day before, I call it. Plan each day the day before. I love it. Yep. And, and what happens is as you plan, for example, Michael, you and I are, are, are in desks, one uh, beside each other. And I go, uh, so Michael, it's uh, almost knockoff time. I'm going to plan tomorrow. Oh, have you ordered that breakfast for tomorrow, Michael? And Michael says to me, that wasn't on my task list. That was on yours. And I go, oh, no. And I then have to organize the breakfast at five o'clock. Now, is that possible? Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's not. However, that's what happens when you plan each day the day before. That's a whole lot better than getting to the breakfast and go, Michael, where's the breakfast? And Michael saying, no, it wasn't my task list. That was yours. And we didn't catch it in time. So planning each day the day before enables you to take those things and also some of the challenges, like maybe you've got a hard conversation you need to have with someone. Maybe you have a, a challenging conversation with a client or a customer and you don't know the answers or how you're going to do it. The, the way that uh, this particular tool enables you to take that, put it into the unconscious, into the subconscious, and sleep on it. And I know that I personally have had situations where I'll wake up in the middle of the night and go, there it is. There's the answer. Write it down and go back to sleep. Yeah. So that's one. Or you're in the shower the next morning and you've got nothing on your mind other than the water on your back. And same thing happens. You go, oh, that's how I'm going to handle that. And that comes from planning each day the day before because you allowed all of that the question or the answers to percolate inside of you and come to the fore over time. That's right. And, and really what you're talking about is our habits, right? A trusted system is a habit. Delegation, when, when you learn to do it, it becomes a habit because you get really good at it and you learn that the more you delegate, the more effective you are because you're spending your time in the sweet spot, right? And prioritizing um, your A's and B's today and planning today, tomorrow, that's a habit. And so managing time, helping people get back an hour every day sounds unbelievable, sounds impossible. But I think what, what you're bringing to the table is you've got, well, systems, strategies that you help people like me go, oh, this isn't rocket science. No, but it takes a little bit of alignment and a little bit of work and maybe some accountability. To have somebody else, you know, I send my daily report to my son who works in the business with me. So if I don't fill it out, guess what? I'm going to get a call from my son. Right. And that's just an accountability thing. It's no big deal. So you know what I do? I've got an alarm on my phone at 445 every day, daily report, so that I'll remember to do it because that's my trusted system because it Great. doesn't fail. <laughs> yep. Anyway, that's great. And, and, and two things on that. Um, that you said a little bit of work. I can give people all the systems on the planet, but unless you work the systems, yeah. they won't work. And people often say, which system works? The system that works is the one that you work. Yes. So there are two keys with any um, system for me, and that is leadership and discipline. 
leadership and discipline. Oh, I don't want to be the leader. Well, everyone wants to be the leader, even if it's just leading the dog. That's right. So leadership, how do you lead your own life? How do you take ownership of everything rather than the blame game, rather than they made me or I can't because. So none of that. Leadership, actually going, what do I want to create? And again, we could go down a rabbit warren of goals and, and those sorts of things. And maybe that's for another podcast another day. We, you never know. Based on our relationship, we may do another one. You never know. Absolutely. So goals, is it in a, are your tasks in alignment with your goals? Are they in alignment? Are you going towards something? Because unless you really want to create something, what you do on a daily basis doesn't matter because, no, it doesn't matter. Why, why would I bother to do it? Right. So that's your leadership one. And then discipline to put something in, just like you said, set the alarm and have the discipline to do the task when the alarm goes off as opposed to, yeah, nah, not today. It's like, yeah. no, that doesn't work. Discipline is, discipline is that thing of, okay, the alarm is set for 4.45 to get out of bed and go running, to go for a swim, whatever that might be. So as the alarm goes off, you go from uh, that particular woman that's done the 54321, uh, the five second rule, yeah. Mel. Mel Robbins, I remembered it. So from hers of 54321, you launch yourself out of bed and go and do what you need to do. Yeah. So her things are all around the discipline of taking the five seconds and doing the action on the end of the five seconds that is in alignment with your integrity and heading you forward, those sorts of things. For example, um, if there was someone across the room that you really wanted to speak to, but you're not too confident in it, you go five, four, three, two, one, and make the decision right then and there, kind of pull up those big girl panties and rush across the room and talk to that person. And you never know. What can happen just by five seconds of courage to create it? So along the lines of discipline, what's your discipline? What are the things you put into your life as a discipline to get you the results? So there you go, Michael. I love it. I love it. There's, there's so much there that we could unpack. Um, the, the, yeah, the five-second rule is really good. Discipline It's just five seconds of courage. That's really all it takes. And, and many times you don't have to have the courage to walk across the room. You have to have the courage to take the first step and to go right. and to say, okay, here I go. And they don't bite, you know, most, most, Love it. Love it. most people, most people are, are friendly and you'll get some that, that do bite. And it's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And move on to the next one. It's like for those people that are, uh, are watching or listening in and around sales, we don't go for the no's. We go for the yeses. Mm-hmm. And we put up with the nose because guess what? The nose get us to the yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. A sales trainer of my years ago had this thing about sales. He says, sales is a series of defeats punctuated by profitable victories. And I thought, <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> what it is, you know? Absolutely. And so you just, yeah, you just keep going after it, but you're disciplined and you have leadership because what, 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 I've, what I've come to realize is, Time management for time management's sake is just, okay, whatever. Without that vision of where I'm going and why, what is the priority? A mentor of mine has a phrase that haunts me. Priority drives behavior. And every time I'm wishy-washy or not getting out of bed or whatever, 
that phrase pops in my head. I'm like, yep, this is the priority I've set for myself to stay in shape or whatever it is, or to make it. my behavior needs to line up with that priority. So little things like that, because finding an hour in your day, people go, well, how are you going to do that? Well, it might be five minutes at a time. Mm, nice. It might be, let's take five minutes at the end of the day to plan tomorrow. And guess what? When you do that, you're going to show up and you're going to gain 10 minutes tomorrow morning because you already pre-planned it. So let's do that every day. So I just gave you 10 minutes a, a day. Now let's work on another 10 minutes. How do we do And pretty soon you realize I've got more time in my life. And what are you going to do with that time? Well, it depends on what your objectives are. Right? You might go play yeah. golf or you might. Yeah. It, but it's finding somebody it. like you that we can bounce ideas off of who you've, you've been down this road multiple, multiple times, right? I, you know, I, I tell prospects who, and, and clients as, as we engage in creating their books, I'd say less, you've never created a book before you have, but most of my clients have, you've never created, it's like walking into a dark room. You've never been in that room. You don't know where the light switch is. You don't know where the furniture is. I've been in the room a thousand times. Let me take my hand. I will guide you through the room, right? Same thing with time management. I mean, I can read a thousand books on time management. They all tell me about the same thing. Yeah. But what I need is somebody like you who's been there, who has proven systems, a pathway, and who can help me think about these other things, the leadership, the discipline, and say, okay, let's do one thing in the next week. Let's master that. And now let's do one more thing. And pretty soon you master those systems really is what you're doing um, to help people. And I'm sure your book is full of these things, right? Well, it is. In fact, it reaches over and grabs one off the shelf. There, there it is. Get back there an hour every day. So for the audio, you, I'm holding up a, a copy of my book, Get Back an Hour and Every Day. And uh, you just mentioned something, and I need to, I need to jump on it, and that was uh, around meetings, like taking back time. And mm -hmm. a lot of people just waste time around meetings. So I, I have three keys. One is start your meetings on time, finish your meetings on time, and have an agenda. So when I work with businesses, and again, based on Zoom, I can work anywhere in the world now. So again, if yours is a worldwide audience and people want my business, my services, then in their business, they can, we can do work from the other side of the globe. So with, with when I work with them, they can take their meetings and go, do you really need an hour for that meeting? Can it be done in half an hour? Oh, I couldn't do it in half an hour. And they do it in half an hour and they go, there's half an hour back for everyone. And that's a lot of money when you add those, those people in the meeting every half hour, add it up, it's a lot of money. So what about your half hours? Can they be done in 15 minutes? Can your 15 minute meetings be done as a stand-up meeting? So you're saving time and just chunking it little bit by little bit by little bit. But in business, if you add those up, that's a lot of productivity that you are creating yep. by giving yourself more time. Absolutely. And, and what you just said that most people don't think about is if you have a meeting with four people in your business, that's a lot of hours. That's a lot of money that's sitting in that room. Yep. And most of the time, the meetings aren't effective because you don't have a, you don't have a great agenda. It's not been sent, sent out in advance. People come and go, well, what are we talking about today? No, 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 no. Let's, let's be prepared when we come here because we have a short period of time. And I would challenge people, and I've done this myself with our team, is on, on hour-long meetings, you schedule the next one for 30 minutes. And you say, I, you know, we're booked. We've got to get this thing done. Here are, the, here are my A's for this meeting. Nice. How about that? Because uh, my son Caleb and I have a meeting twice a week, and we use a system 
we may have 10 things, but the first three minutes of that meeting is prioritizing those 10 things to the top three things. And then we start on number one. And, and if we only get number one done, it's been successful. Nice. Nice. It, it, but it's, it brings structure because we have start on time. And we, we do that to our meetings and it has helped us tremendously. And guess what? That tells us that those other things were not A's. Nice. Very good. You know. And that's that's creating an agenda on the fly. And that's okay. In a, in a large organization, you can do that when you're one-on-one, -on -one, but in a large organization, put your agenda out in advance so people can come to the meeting with those items that they can speak to, as opposed to, uh, what about you, Bill? Um, can you speak to that? It's like, well, I could have if you had have told me about it in advance, but I didn't bring anything with me, so therefore I can't, or I'd, I'd make it up and have egg on my face. That's so. Right. By putting out an, an agenda in advance, it gives people an opportunity to prepare. In preparation, wow. P to the seventh. I learned this in, when I was flying airplanes years ago. P to the seventh, my, my flight instructor, P to the seventh. So P to the, you know, the seventh, whatever. I know this one. I know exactly. You go and say it. Go say it. Proper prior planning prevents pitifully poor performance. Nicely said. Nicely said. <laughs> I had to change one of those words, but um, that's what I've taught my kids that I've taught myself that and it's just so spot on. Yep. And that, that that's similar in the meeting, but also is time management planning each day the day before it's about planning. And a lot of people don't plan and I'm going, okay, so what would happen if you planned? Oh, yeah, but it's too structured. Well, it's in that structure, you get freedom and get the opportunity to do other stuff that you want to do because you planned to do what was important. That's right. Now, it, and yes, there is freedom. It's like when my wife years ago put us on a budget, it felt so constricting. What I found is a budget is very freeing because she would give me my allowance every week and I'm like, I can do whatever I want with it. Oh, that's so cool. Yep. It, it, it was, it's just the opposite. Planning is the same way. And it doesn't have to be this burden. It, it becomes a, a, something that actually fuels your business because if you talk with very successful business owners, they're planners. They know what's coming up. They're planning tomorrow, today. They're doing these things and they've just done it for so many years. It's just habit. That's what they do, right? They didn't start out that way. Nobody birthed a time management guru. We all learn it, right? And last, wow. you help people get more time in their day and, and get back an hour every day, in every day. I love that. You do it through a variety of ways. You've got programs, you've got coaching, you've got a book that you want to offer somebody. So talk to those who are listening about how to, how to get in touch with you if they're interested in making, I was going to say the next year better by getting back an hour in every day. How can they do that? How can they reach out to you? How do they get a free copy of your book? So the website is getmoretime.com.au. So getmoretime.com.au and there's contact on there but the specific one for the book i will have a page that is getmoretime.com.au forward slash experts i'll say it again getmoretime.com.au forward slash experts with an s and you can fill out your details on that one and i will ship you no not ship you i will send you a digital version of get back an hour and every day normally retails in australia at 24.95 so uh it's almost 25 dollars worth in australian 
dollars. And I'll give you that as a free gift for anyone that wants to get in touch. And for those of you that uh, go, no, I need this guy. I need this Aussie bloke in my business. Let's do a Zoom. Let's do a Teams meeting. Then you can get in contact with me at that website again on uh, get back an hour, sorry, getmoretime.com.au. And there's a form on there. You can just get in touch and uh, put a query in and let's, uh, let's make something happen on the other side of the world. I love it. And that's the other cool thing about the Zoom world we live in is you can do business with people on the other side of the world. The other thing I love about it is um, working with people on the other side of the world, I've learned y'all think differently. And that's a good thing. Because we Americans, we think just certain ways and you come at something and it's like, well, I've never really thought about that. And so it's refreshing to get a different dis- uh, perspective on, on just life in general. Um, we run at a way different pace over here in America, and that's not always a good thing. And so we need people. So, so let me encourage our audience to reach out to lessgetmoretime.com.au and uh, do get a copy of his book. Um, because it's really cool. I've got a copy. It's laid out phenomenally well. I, I just, when I looked at that list, you did a great job of laying that out with the images and the quotes and all of that. Just stunning. So um, if, if for no other reason, get a copy of his book, um, get more kind, get more time.com.au slash experts. That's where you get a free copy of his book. Uh, reach out to Les and uh, see how he can help you Well, get back an hour in every day because it is possible. That's what he does. Les, brother, thank you for being here. It's always a joy to talk with you. Wonderful. Well, let's let's do it again, Michael. I look forward to it. I hope you have a tremendous day and um, hope people reach out to you to uh, get back an hour every day in their life. Take care. Me too. Thanks very much, Michael. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Expert Speak with Michael DeLon. If what you've heard today was helpful to you, reach out to our expert guest and see how they can serve you to bring you more success, freedom, and purpose in your life.